So now that you've gone through the process, you've decided, you've put out your job description, you've gone through and you've chosen someone, someone won the battle. This is the person that I'm going to happen. I'm not going to happen. I'm going to hire. What next? What next? What happens after you hire them? I've got three things that you have to consider after you hire a virtual assistant. Three things. Here they are. Number one, you have to know onboarding is key. What is your onboarding process? You have to systemize your onboarding process. Think through all the things that they need to know, all the things that they need access to. How are you going to train them in all of those areas? Everything from how they get paid to tracking their time to what hours you expect them to work to when do you expect deliverables? Everything needs to be considered in your onboarding process. Now, are you going to get it right the first time? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Matter of fact, we tweaked our onboarding process literally after every hire, because after every hire, someone asks a question that we hadn't considered in our onboarding process. Like, huh, we ought to add that in next time. And that's okay. It's a process that continually grows and evolves. And as your business grows and evolves and the different areas that people work in grow and evolve, then your onboarding process needs to do that as well. The next thing that you have to consider, and this is for you personally. This is for you personally. And I'm going to tell you, this is one of the hardest things about managing virtual teams. Consistency is key. Consistency. The consistency in the way that you respond to them and your communication, the consistency in what you expect from them, the consistency in the way you treat them is key. You have to manage, and I'm going to say this bluntly, your emotions because they're not here with you physically. So they don't always understand what's going on in your environment because they're not there. Likewise, you don't always understand what's going on in their environment because you're not there. And so you have to be consistent. They have to understand that this is how my boss is going to react to things. And it needs to be consistent. They can't be in a guessing game of not knowing which way you're going to be today. That sometimes worked in the in-person environment, never very well, but sometimes worked in the in-person environment because you can then walk over and say, hey, sorry about that, you know, I had a tough day or or they can see when things change. They can sometimes even see what was the stressor that caused you to react in a certain way. You don't get that in a virtual environment. And so if you know that you're in a place or a headspace right now where you need to communicate with your employee, but this is not the time to do it because your headspace is wrong, then pause and do it when you can because consistency is key. They have to know what to expect from you in your environment. That leads me into number three, which is it's all about the relationship. So after you've hired them, you are responsible for your relationship with them. In traditional in-person environments, oftentimes it can be left up to the employee to forge relationships with the boss. 
in the virtual environment and dealing with virtual assistants, that's not the case. It's up to you. It's up to you to forge a relationship with them. It's up to you to build strong communication with them. It's not up to them. Now, one of the greatest ways to do this, one of the greatest ways to do this is through processes and check-ins. Processes and check-ins. And what I mean by that is creating. So, you know, when we talk about you got to know what tasks that they're going to do. Great. Now that you know the tasks that you want them to do, how are they supposed to do it? What's the process by which they're supposed to do it? Well, you've got to map that out. You've got to create a standard operating procedure. Those processes, when you can give those to a virtual assistant, do wonders to consistency and building your relationship with them because it tells them clearly what you expect. So processes. And then I said check-ins is the other one. And what I mean by check-ins is, hey, don't just start off every single meeting with, all right, let's get to work and, and get right down to brass tacks. Check in with them. How are you? Pause and ask and get a real answer and follow up that answer with questions and more questions to really understand how they are, what's going on, what are wins in their life, their personal life right now, what are wins in their business life right now. Find out what's going on in their life. Build that relationship. Build that relationship. So the keys to having a successful relationship with your virtual assistant and building a good virtual assistant team after you've hired them, number one, onboarding. Number two, consistency from you. And number three, building a solid relationship, which is based in communication, check-ins, and having solid processes.